Hi, welcome. I'm Jen. And I'm Holly. And you're listening to A Tale of Two Writers. Hey, everyone. Um, We've got a lot of stuff to cover today. We have many, many, many ideas. We're trying to just narrow it down because we don't want to ramble and go off task. Um, But first, we need to give credit where credit's due. Yesterday, I had, uh, or last podcast, I had said... Um, the, our keep it messy comment about, uh, A plus parenting settling, parents settling for being B minus parents. And that was actually a post by Kristen Howerton on Facebook. So I wanted to give her credit for that. She, um, has the website and blog rage against the minivan and you guys, she's an Orange County native and she is an awesome mom and she's a writer and a public speaker and she's awesome. So says a lot of, of good stuff. Shares a lot of good things on her blog and her uh, website and her Facebook page. So, so go follow her. Go check her out. Um, another thing too, we would love to thank all of our listeners and all of you that tuned in to hear our voices and left comments on our Facebook page. You guys, that was awesome. We got so many great text messages yeah. and so much encouragement, which was super fun because we really were quite terrified. We didn't know if this was actually going to work and we still don't, but we're trying it anyway. <laughs> Somebody said we were brave. Yes. I don't think I've ever been brave. I don't, I don't necessarily feel brave, but it is courageous for us to then now come back and record our voices again for everyone to listen to. And we've, we are um, still recording from our mobile recording studio. That's right. That's right. In a different location where there are not little people or little animals. No dogs so fighting. Far. No. So far. We're pretty much on our own right now. So we're hoping to keep it that way so we don't have background noise, which would be great. So. <laughs> um, we, we had a... I don't know, difficulties kind of coming up with where we wanted to start. Um, but there's some pretty relevant stuff going on in the news right now. And we're sure that most of you have probably either read about it or seen one of the social media pictures that was posted um, about the anti-Semitic um, party that party. went on um, with Newport Harbor High School um, and all the racism that's happening. And you know, I, I saw it, uh, the post yesterday and I really, really wasn't sure what to think. I, it's hard to believe everything that you see on social media and you, you know, you're not quite sure you don't want to take things out of context, but wow, it was extremely offensive and, um, disturbing, very disturbing and just, just hateful. And I think the thing that, um, grabbed me the most about it is that the the kids the juniors and seniors that were posting it on their social media were not thinking of it like that and I have kind of seen that a little bit happening over the past five or six years with um, the different memes that have come out you know uh, the tweets that come out about groups of people um, everything is a joke everything is made fun of it's South Park culture you guys South Park culture mm-hmm. and and people are completely desensitized yeah and teens like our teens it's terrifying I wanted to take their phones and say you can never post anything sarcastic or funny first of all the post was not funny no but a lot of people think, oh, it's just a big joke. Nobody right. really meant it. And right. they completely miss the point yeah. of 
degrading slowly but surely any sensitivity or empathy that their their age group just does not know how to grasp onto. So it, this is kind of a heavy topic. Yeah. But we what we did today was independently, not even knowing, but because we're the same person <laughs> who share the same, same brain, brain very often. Yes. Um, we found articles and things that would help us because I spoke with my kids last night very sternly. So did my husband. And they were like, mom, we would never ever in a million years, but you never know what right. they see and what they like and what they laugh at. And right. we just, we, I, um, and Holly also we're researching different articles and things like that today about ways that we can make an impact with our own kids yeah. and within our own communities that can take the, um, it's almost like an acceptance or a tolerance mm-hmm. of sarcasm and, and ugliness. At the expense of large groups of minority people. Of, of anybody. Yeah. But mostly, from what I well, saw today, instance, right, and yes. in this instance, the anti-Semitic comments, but and, and all of the things that I read today, just the the racism against African Americans, it was really mind blowing and and really a wake up call. And I have to say that one um, comment that kind of stood out to me uh, was a term called ironic racism, and. It is kind of this idea that it normalizes racism because it's joked about and it's joked about so much that you can't discern what's funny and what isn't anymore. And I think that's kind of where our kids are at. And, you know, as parents, you think, oh, we're in 2019. You know, there's no slavery. There's no, there's none of that. Well, there is, but we don't see it. Right. So So the things that we don't see right in front of our face aren't brought up at a family discussion at the dinner table until... You see something like this come across on social media, or you see a meme that's come up that's completely offensive, but everyone thinks it's, uh, the kids think it's so hilarious, and they're passing it back and forth with each other. And we don't see it as parents. No. Because we are offended by all of it. Right. Um, But the kids see it. Yeah. And that's what they see a lot of. They see this criticism everywhere, and they feel like that's normal. They feel like that's a worldview of everybody they encounter at school, and it's not. And so we're here to give you a couple resources and give you a couple ideas of what to do and what to say to your children. And first of all, can I just say if your kids have an iPhone... You need to have passwords, and you need to be looking at what they're saying and posting. sure. For sure. It's awful they don't like you to do that because you're violating their privacy. And what I say to that is go get an effing job (laughs) and pay for your own effing phone. Yes. And And then you can tell me. Well, no, you can't because you're still living in my house house and I feed you. And I don't say effing to the kids very often. But we're we're (laughs) emphasizing. We're emphasizing. It's for dramatic effect. Yes. Because we're creative like that. Yes. So another um, kind of term that I came across today that I had not heard before, and I really like the definition because it kind of encompasses everything that I was trying to get across to my own two sons about some of these memes that they see that, you know, seem to not bother them at all, um, is hipster exceptionalism. 
Had you ever heard that before? No. No. But it sounds cool. It does. Hipster. It's hipster. So it's hip. And exceptional. That's right. Like, if you're yeah. exceptional, aren't you're, you taking you're awesome. all the AP classes That's and right. getting into all the great schools? The whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But the actual definition of it is the idea that something ordinarily offensive or prejudiced is miraculously transformed into something clever, funny, and socially relevant by the assertion that the said ordinarily offensive thing is ironic or satirical. So they're That's justifying just they're, they're justifying stupid. the racist the racism and the whatever the negative hatred kind of comment is with saying it's a joke, it's funny, it's satirical. We're making fun of Hitler or we're making fun of um uh you know seeing a noose hang from a tree or we're making fun of slavery, whatever it was. And, and people make fun of political correctness, which I think that's dangerous also. Yes. It, so, it all it all is. So it, the more that you can be involved in your children's social media life, the better it is. Because not only do you become more aware of what they're seeing on a regular, consistent basis. Which is terrifying. And horrible. <laughs> but it opens the door for conversations. Because whether or not your kids are going to actually sit there and have a conversation back and forth with you, you can certainly share wisdom and guidance with them and let them know, hey, I saw so much of this on Snapchat. I think we're not going to have Snapchat anymore. How about that? Or how about we're not condoning this or we're not witnessing these things and even standing by you guys if you if they're just standing by and they're not standing up guess what Mm. that's just as bad that kind of apathy is really dangerous and and they don't see anybody else standing up so why would they put themselves out there to stand up so it's it's a lot about being able to help them identify who Mm -hmm. they are and who they want to be and being safe having their own moral compass because in their peer groups unless your children are perfect and then if your children are perfect none of this applies to you (laughs) i i have three and i'm shooting for zero for three because they're not perfect but if if they're not talking to adults about this mm-hmm. they're not hearing this view no they're only seeing acceptance and indifference and sometimes even outright blatant cruelty yeah and we've got to stop we've we as parents if you're if you want to do the hard work which is hard work and hard always hard. hard but if you if we want to build good humans we have to do the work so we have a couple we do we do we have a couple things and you know it's almost like and you have to really be aware of this that they are creating a bubble for themselves inside of our bubble here in Ladera and the bubble of Orange County and if there's a way that you can kind of break them out of that way of thinking on a regular basis it would be so beneficial um, I know in school they uh, have the opportunity to see Schindler's List and they read um, Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Such a sad movie, by the way. Really, really Never, sad. Never book watch two. It. The book two. All of it. Never watch it on vacation. Um, but it's we very... did. Oh no. <laughs> Bella was like, "Oh, I think this is a really good movie." Oh no. Oh, we have fans. We have fans. Like... They're they're fanboys. <laughs> 
We really do. Somebody found us in our hiding spot. Oh my spot gosh, that's so funny. In our mobile recording <laughs> studio. Sorry about that intrusion. <laughs> I kind of loud horn now, though. That I was know. kind of fun. Oh my gosh, what's it like to be famous? Whoo! Got all flushed. <laughs> Okay, back to the heavy. Anyway, Just yes. let's close up the heavy. Okay, let's close up the heavy. So here, in um, a great trip for you guys to take with your kids, um, I would say probably 10 and older, uh, would be to the Museum of Tolerance in Santa Monica. If you guys mm -hmm. have not ever been, um, please take the opportunity to go and then have some really good, good open conversations with what the Holocaust really meant and what it means still today. Um, and then maybe that could even shed some light on some of the stuff that's going on right now because we really need to shed light on it. We can't bury our heads in the sand about it because it's, I, I just can't believe that it's still going on mm -mm. so strongly mm -mm. today. It's, mm -mm. it's just really, really disturbing. disturbing. Um, I did uh, Google Millennial Racism, which is another um, really good thing to do, but please have tissue ready because many of the stories that are posted uh, are extremely sad and um, just heartbreaking that people are being treated the way that they're being treated in 2019. Um, so well, that will also, yes, yes. And that will, but it will also give you some more tools to be able to discuss these really deep, troubling things with your kids. Um, so <laughs> after I did that and was so sad and just brokenhearted and feeling hopeless, I, um, shut my computer and I put my earphones in and I turned on my, um, worship list because I really needed to be uplifted and I do have a favorite worship song that I like to listen to and I'm just going to play a little teeny bit of that for you right now favorite songs right now and it's called take a moment and it's by will reagan and united pursuit and you can find it on itunes and uh, i highly recommend listening to that after you read some of these um horrific articles and things that are on the internet but um i think my point of really bringing that up is that music um especially for us um in our writing pursuits it's it's so inspirational and and so awesome and it can transport you to a different place if you're looking to be creative or to just feel more hopeful and um or kind of feel crazy or uh turn on 80s music if you want to relive those high school days <laughs> and and i would suggest that um sharing different genres of music is really important with yeah. your family because mm -hmm. And maybe if you have teenagers right now, maybe they're like mine. I My boys are really into rap. Yes. Ugh. And some of it is, um, some of it has really great 
beat, beat and tone mm-hmm. and some of it has good messaging but some of it really doesn't right and so giving them a little bit of a broader pool of music that might inspire them or influence their mood and yes. attitude because it it really does have the power to uplift and even change your your perspective when you start your day like yeah. i notice my kids when they get up and they're angry cranky <laughs> people who are pissed off that they don't have the right kind of milk for their cereal <laughs> Because there's a right kind of Trader Joe's milk, apparently, and they all like a different right kind of milk. Um, They get all mad and bitter, and they do allow something so minor to affect Mm -hmm. their whole attitude. And their whole day. Towards everybody. But that's because they are reactionary, Mm. and it goes back to the internet. What they see on the internet is 15 seconds or 10 seconds of something that's somewhat explosive that gives them a rush or gives them a high or gives them a whatever. And um, we need to help them find a little bit more balance. Yes, because then they go and sit in history class and feel like they're bored out of their minds because they're not being constantly stimulated. And instead of taking in the information and then remembering it for their test they have on Friday. That's a novel idea. <laughs> to listen? Yes, to listen oh and gosh. take notes. I know. Who does It's crazy. That? I don't know. I, I don't th- know. I think they play Fortnite. Yes. On I think their so. phone. I think so. Hidden in their sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> you poor teachers. <laughs> I know. It's... Teaching with phones. Ah. Yes. But that's another... That's another podcast. Um, um, we did get a couple requests. So again, thank oh, yeah. you for asking us things because that's going to help us kind of navigate what we're bringing to you. Yes. And even though we do run the gamut of things that are important and happening today, like the situation with the Newport Mesa High School um, or Newport Harbor High School yeah. and the people that are affected... Um, also we had a request for book news. Yes. So, uh, what we want to say, those of you who haven't read our blog or have followed our writing journey, just a quick recap. Um, in 2017, (laughs) we were, we had a lot of really good, um, support Mm -hmm. and interest interest. from agents and editors and the publishing world, which was awesome. And then um, we were kind of blindsided by a situation that happened in the publishing world where um, political correctness and demonstrating and writing from a point of view that... um, what a cultural perspective that you have to own we were asked to change the book yeah which was really really hard and you can read the blog post on our blog at taleoftwowriters.com at any time but um so we have been asked to rewrite the book and we took that on after about six months of mourning our first (laughs) book yes and we are almost done we're Mm -hmm. almost done writing do you hear the lovely bells of Holy Trinity yeah, in the background? Yeah, that's really nice. That's really nice. I'm just we're we're giving I away like our location we're today. We're in the hills of Ireland with the green around us and the bells chiming and the beautiful church. I mean, it's really it's really quite that lovely. That was almost like a a divine um, 
blessing on our podcast That's right. for the day. <laughs> okay, so we're almost done with the book, book one of a three-book series. Yes. And we have about six chapters left. Mm. Um, we're going to be contacting our editor and having her, hopefully she's out there listening. Yes. Um, having her take a look and give us some input on the book so that we can start pitching it to literary agents from our past that we know that yes. encouraged us to send them the rewrite um, and some some new ones that we are excited to yeah. partner with. And there's actually quite a few new ones too, which is great, which means writing more query letters and trying to contact more people, but it's it's exciting. It's um, There's a lot of people out there who are looking for what we have to offer, which is really, really motivational. We should and... share our genre because some oh, people yeah. might not know that. Oh, okay. So, um, for those of you that don't know... Just the genre, not too much. <laughs> oh, okay. We write um, for young adults, and our genre right now is um, uh, fantasy, romance, and... Um, adventure. Adventure. And it's um, written right now from two main points of view... Uh, which is how we write together, and, and that'll be another podcast, too, because we would love to talk about kind of our writing process and how we do it, because um, there aren't a lot of teams of writers that write together um, on a consistent basis, so we're kind of new in that. Yeah, well, we are, we're, we're new, but we're also, like, dedicated to do this together. Oh, right, yes. Because people start writing together, and then they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, my words are better than your words. And we can't and... use any of that. We can't use your words at all. And that is not how we write. No. We actually have um, a very symbiotic yes. writing relationship. And with... we have a great respect for each other, too, which uh, plays a huge part and has really laid the foundation for how we're able to do all that we do for as long as we've done it. Um, and we will continue to do that into Forever. the future. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. I don't think I could ever write alone. No. No, it would be Maybe weird. Maybe a Facebook or, post. Yeah, or a, like a short or story. Or a grocery <laughs> list. <laughs> I could do that. Okay. I'm good okay. at grocery lists, yeah. actually. Yeah. Okay, so um, we have a couple... Well, we, we were going to kind of share a keeping it messy. That's true. What we would like to say is um, at the end of each of our podcasts, we'd like to share a keep it messy story and how... Um, if you guys could start sharing some of your good, messy parenting stories with us, we would love that. We would love to be able to share them and uh, to our whole audience and make everyone laugh at um, real, all, real parenting. Yes, yes, the realness of parenting <laughs> and what it really looks like and not the Pinterest view. Um, so if you guys could, when you comment, wherever you're listening to this, if you could also maybe share a story with us and hashtag it, keep it messy, um, then we will pick some to share in our next podcast as well. Yes. Super fun. <laughs> so go ahead. Okay. So, um, are we going to do this still? Or yeah. Gonna, oh, we, we do this one. Okay. Here. Okay. So the keep it messy. <laughs> We were thinking, well, literally messy. Um, we were thinking about, you know, what what's something, and you know, for you males that are listening to this, we know that you can relate through your wives and daughters, but um, for all you females, do you think there are males <laughs> listening to this? Well, at least our husbands, right? They better be listening. Yeah, to that's this. right. Mike mm -hmm. and Michael, we are talking to you. 
Yes. <laughs> and our, our sons. And yes, our sons. Which better. They, they may they not. If they want us but... to feed them. Right. <laughs> I actually told our boys when I picked them up today, uh-huh. I said, okay, have either of you guys listened to the podcast yet? And they're like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I said, okay. I can't tell you how many stupid performances <laughs> I went to. Not stupid. I never said stupid. But in my head, I'm thinking, You're thinking. do you know how many performances that we went to? through California was and like four had, hours. You had four words to say in the whole thing. And I sat for an hour and a half. And, and I watched adorable. you and I clapped and I took 50 million pictures. And my muscle was cramping because <laughs> I was holding the video camera. <laughs> So you can listen 14 minutes to your mothers with their passion projects. Yes. Yes, please. And don't write a stupid meme about That's it. That's right. Be, like, supportive. Be kind. This is part of being in a relationship. That's right. Um... Okay, so that's that was my 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 lecture to all of the boys in our families today. Because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. The ones at least in high school. Yes, yeah, so we each have a daughter. For those of you that don't know, um, Jen's daughter is older, and my daughter is younger. Um, my daughter is in sixth grade, and um, at this moment has not started her period yet. But we are all waiting with bated breath. <laughs> See what will happen. A really fast car. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And my daughter is 18, almost 19. Um, She would not like me sharing any of her period stories, but I'm here to share you (laughs) with you one of mine. Oh, okay. Because, well, it's not really my (laughs) person. Well, it is. So I woke up with the most horrific, terrible cycle. Oh. And, and who, who, show of hands, who has horrific, terrible cycles? Well, Only I, when you're in your 40s. Right. I don't anymore. It, but <laughs> It was like a murder in my bathroom, <laughs> and my uterus hates me. Uh, I appreciate my uterus for bringing three amazing people into this world. That's right. But I would like it to be a little more agreeable in it my It has outlived age. its usefulness at this point. I, I'm not ready to get rid of it. I can't con Marie my uterus. I'm a little, I think that's a little risky. I'm, I really don't like needles. I don't want something being cut out of me all of that oh. sounds terrible and oh. you didn't have a great experience i did not with i did your... not I had a horrible horrible experience yeah. but you I mean, d- you don't have a uterus and i, do I not. am jealous <laughs> i'm just gonna say that and those of you who don't have uterus uterus uteri a uteri i don't know <laughs> what is the plural, plural? uteruses <laughs> that doesn't sound right if you don't have a uterus i applaud you yes. and i envy you um if you do I am with you, and I pity you. Solidarity. Yeah. Yes. So um, you can share some of those stories, too, if you'd like, because we could talk about that for a long time. I don't, <laughs> I don't think anyone will tune back in if we only talk about periods. We won't. We swear. We won't do that. But if somebody has a really funny story, maybe we'll share it. <laughs> yes. Come, come bring us, bring forth <laughs> your bloody stories. <laughs> Not about murder, <laughs> about other things. That's right. <laughs> 
And stories about your kids, because we would love to share those, too, if they're funny. And any of your favorite songs. Oh, yes. That inspire you yeah. and help you tune out the world. Yes. What um, do you like to listen to? What do you, when you go on a run or you're cleaning house people run. or... Do people really some, run? Yeah, I see it. People I see we people know run. run. I, well, I don't know if I know any of them, really, but <laughs> I do see it. I do see if it. If you I, run with a period, <laughs> I think you deserve a medal. Yes. <laughs> For any length of time. Because my uterus, I think, would fall out. Fall out. I know. I would feel oh, like gosh. that, too. I haven't been to Pilates in a oh. long time. Ladies, do your kegels. Yes. So many things. All right. So today, we are going to talk about a, a, a couple of things before we go. Um, first of all, some of our favorite songs. Um, one thing we really like is... Um, oh, you've already got that one. Oh, yeah. So uh, one thing we really like is uh, we have a writing playlist and we turn it on whenever we're writing together or when we're writing separately and it just, we've added songs to it over the past couple of years that have inspired us and w make us think of our characters and help us take um, our minds deeper into the story. And we've picked songs for the soundtrack. That's right. That's so right. That's really fun. Very fun. We should post a whole playlist. Oh, we should. That's a good idea. We can do that. Okay. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So today we're going to leave you with uh, one of our most inspirational songs for the week. It's one of our favorites. And um, it's called All We Ever Knew by The Head and the Heart. Please enjoy. And until next time, keep, keep it messy. messy.